Welcome to the Prophecy Club. You know, in the old days, when people were trying to decide whether Jesus was really God, one of the ways that God proved to them that he really was God is by signs and wonders and miracles. Mark 16, 19 says, He was received up to heaven, sat on the right hand of God, and went forth and preached everywhere, and the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following, meaning that the apostles were given the gift of signs to prove that they were hearing from God. Then John four forty eight, Jesus said unto them, Except ye see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Acts two forty three says, And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. So God does use, or at least did, signs and wonders to prove his word. But in the last days, the devil is going to take that and turn it around, and he's going to use signs and wonders to take people away from Christ. Does that make sense? Acts 14.3 says, After a long time therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony to the word of his grace, and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. So, there was a time when God granted wonders to be done in the hands of the apostles to prove that it was really true, really God, and that they needed to believe. Well, I believe that there's a time coming when God is going to do that again. Jeremiah sixteen nineteen through 21. O Lord, my strength and my refuge and my fortress in the day of affliction. The Gentiles should come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there's no profit, and have made in themselves gods that are not gods. Now here is, here's the point, okay? Therefore, this once, I will cause them to know, I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah, meaning that there is a great time of a tsunami of souls through the Spirit of God going to come into the kingdom. And I believe that that is going to be largely and to some degree partly done through signs, wonders, and miracles. But we also have to be very careful that we don't look at those signs and wonders and miracles and misunderstand and thinking that they're from God when they're really not. For example, Second Thessalonians 2 Thessalonians 2.9 says, Even him, talking about the Antichrist, whose coming is after the working of Satan with all, listen carefully, all power, signs, and lying wonders, with all deceivableness of unrighteousness. In other words, he deceives them through unrighteous works. And then that perish because they receive not the love of the truth, in other words, Jesus, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God will send them strong delusion or deception. What? You mean God sends a deception? Yes, because they wouldn't receive Jesus. Instead, he's going to send them what they want. He's going to send them a lie because they wouldn't receive the truth and holiness and righteousness through Jesus. God will send them a lie. And that lie is by the name of the beast or the Antichrist. Well, in these last days, I believe, and our our guest today is going to tell you, that many of those signs and wonders have already started, and God is already allowing the devil to begin to pull people away. So now with that, let me introduce my wife, Leslie Johnson. Ministry, 24 years, 34 DVDs. She's not new to understanding and research. Eight books. And I'm going to add, also, she's given over 5,000 personal prophecies, and as her husband, I don't know of one she's missed. And she's just written a new book called Shekinah Not Right. 
many people think that the word Shekinah is of God. Oh, we're waiting for the Shekinah glory. Oh, the Shekinah glory. Oh, the Shekinah glory cloud and all kinds of things about Shekinah. She's done some research. You see, what a prophet, what, one of the major roles of a prophet is to point out things that are wrong in the church. You don't hear me talking about the things that are wrong in the church. That's the prophet's job. Well, that's her job, to point out things that are wrong in the church. And if the church is wise, they will listen to God's prophets. Second Chronicles 20.20 says, Believe God's prophets, and so shall you prosper. But these days in America, so many people don't want to believe in prophets, just like it was in Israel in the days when Israel was falling. They wouldn't receive God's prophets. Well, I believe our people, I believe you folks, will listen to the prophets. So, Leslie Johnson, welcome back to the Prophecy Club. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me on this program, Stan. I really do appreciate it. Okay, I, I, got, I got a question. Sure. Okay, so what happened to you get motivated, to get prompted to write this book? What happened? How did it come about? Uh, well, when I started doing the, I guess you call it the DVD, because that's what I did first before I did the book on the Kundalini spirit, that's when I realized about the air of the Kundalini, and then from there it led me to other heirs of the church, and then it led me to more, and actually there's even more now that I have, but when I thought it was finally all done, and I did what God asked me to do about air in the church, I finally was like, okay, good, I don't have anything else, and then that night I heard the transgender spirits in the church. So I'm like, what do you mean transgender? And then I saw the word she in quotation marks and then kind of. And so I began. That's the quest okay, that I so started Okay, so you're on. saying God told you in the night to write this book he about told me, he, he He told me that there was, well, I was doing DVDs at the time. I hadn't started writing the books. And so he said that because I was, that's how I was exposing some of the error in the church. And he said that there's a transgender spirit in the church. Um. That we're not talking just about some of the transgenders of the movie stars in the world and things like that. We're not talking, the worldly people. You're talking about transgenders in the church. Not not just transgenders in this, but a transgender spirit in the church. Okay. So the, then I saw the words she in quotations and then kinda. So then I saw, okay, Shekinah. So I got to find out what are you talking about Shekinah? I mean, I heard the word before. So I began to do my, you know, the quest of studying about what is the Shekinah and realized how how evil it is and how cultic it is and how it's really worshiping a goddess, not God. And um, in one of the, the roles of Satan is to make sure that we all think that we're that we'll become gods. And so with the Kundalini, that's what they do. It's just trying to reach the God within so that you can become right. a God. Then you, the Shekinah is trying to reach the God within mm -hmm. and you'll be a God and you know, it's it's very, very pagan, but it's very mystical. It's, it's mysticism at its best. I mean, the psychics believe in Shekinah, the, you know, metaphysical studies that people do. That's all about the Shekinah. Witches believe in the Shekinah. Pagans believe in Shekinah. And, um, the you know, the Zohar talks about the Shekinah, which is Kabbalah, which is, you know, mysticism in the Jewish religion. All these things. Oh, and even the Quran. So we have... We have all these occultic type studies and religions out there that believe in the Shekinah. And now Shekinah is in the church big time. Um, it's been there a long time, but we're now we're, it's, it's being really exposed to be in the churches and people are drawn to it. Because, you know, when your flesh longs to be 
feel like you're going to be closer to the Lord, you, people are going to go, and then they get caught up in the lie believing they can become a god. Okay. I believe that there's a lot of people listening. I mean, like, for example, I know that we're on some new stations, specifically shortwave stations. There's a lot of folks out there that love the Lord. Uh, they would call themselves patriots, and they're new to our program. And they would probably say, yeah, 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 well, I'm a Christian. You know, I accepted Jesus years ago. I'm not so much into going to church, not so much into praying or Bible, but yeah, 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 I'm, I'm a Christian. But as the trouble begins to hit, and as the miracles begin to hit, and as the sevenfold miracles, which I believe is going to be drawing the people into the church. Okay, so a lot of people, let's assume they're listening, and they're not going to church right now. And there might be people, some people that are not going to church could say, well, I would go down there, but there's nothing but a bunch of hypocrites down there. They're not doing it right. And yes, 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 I understand all that. But assuming the time arrives that there are some people right now listening that are not going to church and would like to know some things to do, to watch for in the church. But today, you're mostly talking about things to run from, correct? Yes, to run from. And and, and I I really want to just pray for a moment. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just come humbly before you. And I know that sometimes that saying that truth hurts, it really does hurt. And we have to change things. We have to change things about our beliefs. But Lord, I pray that your audience that's listening to this now that they will have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. I also pray and ask, Lord, that we'll all have a teachable spirit about us and we'll realize when there's error of our ways that we will change. We will not go down that path anymore, even if it means we have to turn and walk away from some of the family members and friends, uh, church members. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, you set your people free. Amen. And for all those that have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying and the truth of your word, the truth behind the Shekinah, that they would receive this message no matter where they are in life. And Lord, for those that, that are not in a church, I just ask in the name of Jesus that you show them a church home, Lord, because it says that we're supposed to fellowship one with another. That's one of the reasons we come together. And we're all hypocrites, Lord. Not one of us has all the truth, not all the answers. So I ask that you will just make a way where there seems to be no way. Find that church body that they can call their home because there's nothing more important than that in the, as far as in Christendom because we are brothers and sisters in Christ, and we can help each other. And that's what this is all about, is your church is to help each other and to help us to know when there's error, change our ways, and also to help us when times of need, and also just to be that friend. So I ask that you help them in Jesus' name. Okay, now, uh, some of the patriot-type folks might be saying, yep, yep, that's the reason I don't go to church. <laughs> so that's the first well, question, I mean, but should we they have, go to church? But we have to, have, we have to realize that's just pride. You know, that's just pride. Um, That's just flesh. And so you have to really examine your heart. You know, God's not into pride. There's a lot of uh, falling that goes away, comes comes your way if you if you have a lot of pride. Sorry, Stan. Stan is is looking at me like I can't believe you're saying that. But it's it's the truth. And we we have to find others that we could at least fellowship with. if you're trying to be isolated and do it on your own, you're going to get into error. There's, that's all there is to it. You will get into error and you don't have any accountability. Um, thinking you're doing it your way is the right way. And that's just pride. So, you know, I encourage you to find those like-minded believers and fellowship with, with one another. It's very important that we do, especially in these days, especially in these days. You know, right now we've got 
psychics that have entered the church. We have witches that have entered the church. We have those that are studying about UFOs and uh, crystals and all kinds of divinations. Those kinds of things are in the church. All those those uh, abominations to God are in the church, many churches. And so we, which means the body of Christ, they're doing these things. You know, they might not be talking about it behind the pulpit, but maybe the preacher or even some of the congregation members might be going and, and have an acupuncture done. That's that's where you're going to pick up a kundalini spirit many times. That's that's a door that's open. So there's doors that we're, we are opening that we need to shut. We need to realize that's not God's plan. That's not how he, he don't want us to use a crystal for healing. That that's an abomination to God. You know, we look to him as the great healer, the the, the great doctor. Or tarot cards. Or tarot cards. All those things. I mean, there's things that you say, well, I got my answer. Well, you didn't do it the right way as far as as a, as a Christian and following the laws of God. You're going to fall into deception and you'll you'll fall down the path of believing many lies. And the whole goal of what what really the devil wants you to do is to get you so proudful that you believe that you're a god and so that's what i'm saying if you're isolating yourselves and if you you could say i love the lord but you aren't going to fellowship with one another you're going to end up going down the wrong path you cannot stay isolated and turn out right Mm. i guess so to say because you'll get you'll get to believing things that are not true um and you know that just saddens me because you know we have a church it's a small church in the plano area but um, I mean, our ministry's much larger, mm-hmm. but we look forward to seeing our brothers and sisters every Sunday and even on Friday night. So we, we desire to be around like-minded people. It's comforting, but it also gives us strength. Okay, so now let's turn our attention to the people that now are going to church and they don't want to be deceived. Shekinah. Not everything that looks like God is God. We have to be discerning. Right now, it's a flesh desire. If you're, if you, if feathers falling down, gold dust falling down, the glory they call it a glory cloud because you know they'll take. It's almost like they take you, and some do. Some actually, some pastors do. They take you into a trance, or you'll get even on the praise and worship. It's just a repetitive drum beat, and that brings in the kundalini or the shekinah. And these are the kinds of things that you know that that witchcraft does these are the kinds of things that satan worshipers do this is the kinds of things that uh, muslims do this is the kinds of things that the uh, pagans do and are we going to mimic them or not i mean because you know with shekinah and also kundalini but we're staying on shekinah today but the shekinah you know satan mimics the holy spirit and satan doesn't like a spirit-filled christians that have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us that are tuned into the gifts of the Spirit. I mean, he wants to destroy that. And if he can start getting someone to think better of themselves than they are, or that they're closer to God than they are, or that they're getting to be like a God, then he's won them over. Or and, they're hearing from God and they're or the, not. And, or they're hearing from God and they're not, and they're, they're, they're leading others astray. It's nothing but pagans and it, it, paganism. And it, you know, it started way back when, <laughs> when we had some pagan rabbis that wrote the Talmud and but we have to realize that if if you take the Talmud uh, studies and and we we also incorporate that with the Torah then we have uh, 
we are in a, doing an abomination to God. What's when Jesus said that they follow the commandments of men as the doctrines of God. Right. We have the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. So the rabbis, they changed the Holy Spirit, the, the Holy Spirit name to a female name referring to glory. And that's where they got the cloud and then they got the word she and they tried to make it to be, uh, well, transgender. You know, we, if we have male and female and that's that's not God. God is a masculine noun and there's not a feminine noun for for God and we're led astray and we have to know truth. And I know truth hurts. I've had to experience. I still want to experience. I ask for the truth, but not everybody does. I think that's one of the things that I found out in ministry after I've been in it for a while, that because I have realized a, a truth and I want to share it with somebody, I'm thinking they want that truth, but they really don't. Many don't because they don't want to change their wicked ways. They want to stay in their stupor. They want to stay in their belief because it feels good or that's what they were raised in. It's, it's, we, we have to grow. We have to mature. And part of maturing is staying teachable. And if we don't stay teachable, then we're going to miss a lot of things God wants to talk to us about. But, you know, finding the truth is really, and spotting the truth, and recognizing the truth from error is really not that easy, which, of course, is why they should get your book. She's kind of not right. Right. Christians, we believe in the Trinity. I'm going back to this for just a moment. Believes that the Holy Spirit's co-equal with the triune God, shares equal knowledge with the Father and the Son, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. In Judaism, it believes that the Holy Spirit is a name for God when describing feeling his presence among us. So it's a different, they already don't know what the Holy Spirit is. Jews have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So some of these studies that we have is, as Christians going back and studying uh, these things, the Talmud or the Zohar, which is mysticism, we're incorporating that into the Christian church. Uh, we're changing things or changing what God is. We're not, we're, we're separating out from the triune God. And that's where we get into, we get into problems and we have to realize we need to, we need to repent and uh, get rid of it, you know, get delivered from it. Uh, also, Judaism has a lot of names for God. We, we know that in scripture too. But Jews simply refer to the name Hashim, me, the name. That's all they do. And then we have the, um, which is a feminine form of the Shekinah. The name Shekinah just means resting place. And I'll probably say this many times, but it's not found in the scripture. It, again, it comes back from the paganized Jews that, that brought this in. Because they were trying to keep up with the paganists. And they, they're trying to feel what they were feeling. And we have to understand that we are, we are really doing an abomination to God. When, the, when abomination to the Lord is, it, he hates it. I mean, he loathes it. He just can't stand it. So are we going to try to become a God? Because that's what, that's what the goal is, is to get you there. As Christians, it seems like as the generations go on, those of us that have studied the word, uh, those of us that have gone to church, because I've seen this, many even come to our meetings and things like that. They they want to be a Jew. They act mm-hmm. like a Jew. They want to be a Jew. And not that I have a problem with that. That's not the issue. The problem that I have is 
I just want them to realize that some of their studies that they have are really Talmudic studies from pagan Jews. Not Bible. Not Bible. They're incorporating a lot of traditions, and they're incorporating a lot of just the actions that they do and um, symbolisms that they do, which really, if they would study it out, they would realize how that evil presence has really come in and how Satan is really guiding them because they they think that they're doing something that's going to get them closer to the Lord, when in reality, it's really not. It's In reality, it's really taking them further and further down a, a deep, dark path. Um, you know, we were adopted. Jesus says he, he adopted us. Um, we are his children. We are his children. And he wants us to be saved, but he also wants us to have the knowledge of his word. He wants us to also have our eyes open to the cult. Not that we're going to study, you know, anything psychic and metaphysical and all those kinds of things. I'm not saying study that, but we do need to be aware. And we do. That's why the Shekinahs come in, the Kundalini's come in, because we've just been unaware. We're so gullible, many of us Christians. We're gullible to believe the lie. We're gullible because our flesh feels good with it. We're gullible because it sounds so uh, important. And, you know, and granted, the word Shekinah really kind of sounds pretty cool. I mean, it really does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like it's something that's very important from God. It sounds like you're getting something more. Or, or, or we are real special. Our group is real special. Or our church is real special because the Shekinah glory has come in. In Hinduism, uh, Shekinah is known as Shatki. I guess I keep going back to Kundalini because they really overlap sometimes. They're really in that religion also, in Hinduism, which has gone down to paganisms, which goes into witchcraft, which goes into uh, the cultic, all kinds of occultic type things. But Shekinah, known as the Shakti, is means power. So that's why when I said in the earlier broadcast that as Christians, we're seeking the power of God. I know that we are. Because I was, and I know you did too. I mean, we were seeking the power of God. Didn't know, know what that meant. Didn't know what it would feel like. We wouldn't know what to experience. But when you've been on in the side, which I got into not knowing, Rosicrucianism for a short time, praise God it was only a short time, I realized the error. I realized quickly on that this is, this is not right. This can't be God. I can, I'm not supposed to stare into a candle and blank my mind. Even though I didn't know the scriptures, but discerning-wise, I knew something was wrong. So if we have to, we have to discern what's, what's God, what's not. So then, uh, not long after that, then, you know, repented and then asked for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, realized that's the power of God. The Holy Spirit, the power of God is there. And that he wants to use, I'll just talk about myself, he wants to use me. But I could have gone down a really wrong path. Could have gotten into... Uh, believing in crystals and carrying different crystals around and believing that they're going to heal people. And you have this crystal for this and this crystal for that. Um, it would have been really, <laughs> really sad for me because I lost my soul. I would have lost it uh, because I went down the, the deceptive path. And eventually, you know, the Holy Spirit would probably stop knocking on my heart saying, this is wrong. This is your, what you're doing is not right. But we, we tried to take a little bit of the wrong and, a little bit of the good and mix it all together and stir it up in this pot. And okay, well, I was healed by acupuncture, but I'm going to go to church and I'll ask forgiveness after I do that. Or I'll, I'll, you know, keep a crystal in my pocket and I'll go to church and nobody will ever know. Or I'll keep a rabbit's foot in my pocket. I'll go to church and nobody will ever know. Oops, it fell out on the ground. 
I'm sorry. Oh, just nothing. You know, these, these, we, we, we cross over on what's the devil's side and God's side a lot. But Hinduism, which is the study of gods and goddesses, because they've got millions and millions of gods, uh, it, it, it's one of those, one of those, um, religions that's infiltrated into the church big time, even more so than even paganism now. That's where I've seen the real door open up for the, the Hindu studies and Hindu gods and yoga, you know, opening up yoga and having yoga in the churches. And that's where the Kundalini comes in. So we have to realize, are you searching the power of God or are you going to let the devil be the power in your life? Okay. So tell us what is in your book. It's kind of not right and why they should read it. It's not a very big book. It's not very thick, um, but it does talk about where it's found in the Quran. So we can see how the Shekinah, and it actually was six times in the Quran is mentioned and how they believe in the Shekinah. It talks about is God in the wind? Is God in the earthquake? Is God in the, the fire? You know, and he's like, not, he's in that still small voice. In other words, don't look for those signs. We don't need those kinds of signs to know when God is speaking to us. We have to be diligent to know how to hear the, the voice of the Lord. So talk about that. Um, look, it talks about a little bit about the, the black and white magic uh, that's entering into the church. And when I say entering the church, I'm talking about the body of Christ. You know, it's our fault. We've, it, we've opened doors as a body of Christ. It talks about some of the false prophets out there. Um, and there's, there's some. There's some, and I, I don't name names, but I think you might know what they are once you start reading it, if you know any, any of the big names out there. Uh, and it doesn't bring me happiness to have to say that. But, you know, but judgment begins in the household of God. So if these things are revealed, and I pray that people will get out of these type of churches, you know, I, I know that um, they can repent and God will heal them and deliver them. And they'll lose friends, etc. But I'd rather someone save their soul than to stay in that kind of situation. So it talks about that. It also talks about the queens of heaven, which um, with Michelangelo, he you know painted that the painting on the Sistine Chapel. Show a picture even in there, and if you can go online and see it in color, but you'll see that you know she had red hair, and it shows. But really, what it is is a god, a goddess, and so we have. In that picture, we have Adam and we have God, you know, Father God. And then we have um, the female, which is supposed to be the Holy Spirit, is really is really um, a goddess. And so you're, if you allow the Shekinah, as they say, come into your church service, you have just allowed a goddess to come into your, your service to worship that goddess. And if hopefully people will understand and realize the danger in that, um, God, the devil will mimic God. It talks about mysticism, paganism, uh, Kabbalah. It talks about um, the Talmud and the Torah and how that's intertwined, how they've, they've put some of that uh, traditions and their teachings in there that are not from the word. Shekinah is in Freemasonry. 20 signs to know if you're a witch. <laughs> And I, I put that in there because witches, they do, they do uh, worship Shekinah. It's, uh, you know, also Mother Earth. That's uh, that's Shekinah. That's what they, they're worshiping. Uh, but it, I put that in there because I want you to see how close it is, 
how fine line it is to know whether you're spirit filled and you're walking with the Lord or you're walking as a witch. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming in and explaining all of this. If you'd like to have the book, it's available at prophecyclub.com. She kind of not right. Prophecyclub.com. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50. That way you can hand it around to the people that you know and love in your congregation, especially if they are saying the word Shekinah. You need to get it into their hands. Prophecyclub.com. Shekinah not right. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. August the 8th of 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't have anything to say. What do you want to say for the sermon tomorrow morning? And for the first time in my life, when I was awake, I heard words which said, this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded to my heart that said, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. As the devil shows up, I'm going to meet him inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound. Everything he does, I'm going to meet him. If you believe that America is about to be in judgment, then I strongly recommend you go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, sign up, and be a part of the Sevenfold Miracle, coming to the world to gather those last names into the book of life just before the tribulation starts. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings without interruption. The introductory rate, $20 recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. You get the first three days free just to check it out. Watch prophecyclub.com. 